Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah, <sighs> so, um... Part two. Yeah, yes, Francis, we know it's part two. We know <laughs> it's part two. Everyone knows that because they clicked on it and they're listening to it. Everyone knows it's part two. Hey, uh, Joe. Yes. Listen, buddy, you are a man of many talents. Yeah. Many talents. Hey, listen, you you have just been given a part in a BBC drama. Yes. Yeah. I w- well, technically I wasn't given it, just in case people were thinking, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's Joe Sugg, we'll give him that role. Um, I had to audition. I had to get, I had to get on a train you auditioned to Leeds. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so I'm, a, I'm in a BBC drama um, called The Syndicate, Series 4, um, directed it's big drama. and written by oh. Kay Mellon. Yeah, it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big gig. Um, Is that about gambling? Uh, it's, about, it's about a syndicate, a lottery syndicate that win the money, mm. and so you, and, but there's always something that goes on. But um, uh, are you are you are you one of the syndicate? I can't I can't reveal that information. But uh, but my character is um, actually maybe I can. I'm not sure. Are you the one who I'm draws the balls from the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> That's you with that microphone. <laughs> wait, 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 this is two fat ladies. <laughs> yeah. Joe, this is insane, but because you know I, I've I've watched loads of your videos, and everyone who's a fan of yours will know that you're an amazing impressionist. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit of like a mimic. Like I can, I like to, if I hear someone's voice long enough, I used to always, in the, it all started when I was a kid. I, I'm, I'm a keen draw, uh, like a, I love drawing cartoons as well. So I used to draw cartoons at school um, and my friends and other kids would gather around and sort of watch me draw them. And I'd always make sound effects when drawing them and give them like voices whilst I'm drawing these characters. And I, I reckon that's where it sort of started from. And then I Obviously, from watching cartoons myself, I used to try and do the voices as well, and and I think like voice acting characters in particular is something that I've always wanted to do. Can you do um, anyone from Made in Chelsea? <laughs> uh, probably not. It's no, too niche. What about Jamie? What about no, Jamie? No, no, no. What, have gonna, to, 
No, you give don't me a have week. to. Give me a week, and I'll and I'll and I'll, I'll nail it. <laughs> Wait, but Joe, it's amazing. That that's as a kid, that is so creative. The fact that you would sit there and draw and create up characters and things like that—that's insane. That's kind of yeah. something that. No, I, that... I loved it. Why did you have you ever made a YouTube? I mean, have you ever made a YouTube cartoon at all? Or? It's something that I would love to do. Definitely, it's on it's on the list. I think um, I'm drawing a lot more at the moment. I've kind of like I think since lockdown, I've kind of fallen back in love with it again and thought actually i quite like this so i've started actually posting the pictures to my instagram now which i would never have done a couple of years ago because i've been like that's so against my aesthetic of what i, yeah. what I post but now i'm kind of like i don't i don't mind i just want to put it out there because something that i've created Content that I quite like. King. yeah exactly yeah so it's, um it's it's incredible joke i, I want to do a little something because you are amazing at this and i hope you don't mind france if you're going to shut why would you shut your eyes you don't need to shut your eyes for this but joe if you were going to do a couple of your favorite uh voices that you like to do yeah. and i know that you've done your you've done your youtube channel you did one which was like 52 impressions in like a minute yeah, or yeah. something crazy like that if you were going to pick just three of your top voices uh, and then francis you're going to have to guess who they are okay uh, All right. and if you start with the first one we'll go for it here we go uh, right, okay, let me think. Um, okay, number one, your eyes aren't closed. I can see you. It's still on your beach with your eyes open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Close your eyes, Francis. <laughs> oh, wait, Actually, oh, I thought that really... was the impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why you need to I close like, your eyes. I was like, Joe Sugg, that's Joe Sugg. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that was an impression? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> number, number one, let's go with something nice and easy. God, that's great. Oh, uh... Is he from Family Guy? No. <laughs> no. Is this... Is it... <laughs> he doesn't... He doesn't... Is, this... <laughs> is this me me doing bad impressions or is this you not just not knowing? He doesn't know. Okay. He doesn't know. Do, do, do it again. Do it again. Ah! Hey, Mr. Krabs. Oh, from... Uh, from Spongebob? <laughs> yes. Yes. You got it. You nailed yeah. it. Uh, okay. Who else can I do? That, wait, Joe, um, that is that is like <laughs> that is honestly to the point. That is to the point. I'm, I'm, on, I'm very on. You have to remember as well. I'm very on the spot, so these could go really wrong. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> on YouTube, to... I have the luxury of picking the best ones and editing it all together to make it sound relatively okay. Okay, just do a couple more because um, they're genius. We can edit these. Uh, or, yeah, <laughs> edit <that laughs> okay, next one. Let's go with uh, what's the one I can do. Say, there's a nice muscly throwing arm he got there. Oh, that's definitely from Family Guy. <laughs> yes. That is so good. <laughs> old, man, old Man Weathers. Or yeah. That is yeah. So pervert good. the pervert. Oh, my God. Okay, um, okay, last one, last one. Sorry to put you on the more. spot, but one more, just because um, they are so good. He's like, hello, mate. My name is blank. Um, that is so I, good. I, I actually think that I've been to that island that you're on right now. That is so Mate. good. Francis, how do you not know this? Is there rum? Is there going to be rum there? That's the main thing. Will there be the rum? Uh, <laughs> Francis, how do you not... What? Is that, is, that, is that Johnny Depp? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it, it is Johnny Depp. Well, who's he playing? <laughs> Captain Corelli. Or pretty much himself. Yeah. Uh, but That's maybe sweat. That's maybe sweat. No, mate. They're, they're, honestly, you deserve a <laughs> round of applause. That's, uh, they, they, oh, you are, you. But it's amazing because what you are. But do you think that's helped you in your acting that you are able to mimic like that? Uh, I think maybe. Cause I, th- I mean, for this, for the, for the syndicate, I'm I'm putting on a northern accent. Um, ah. So I'm actually playing playing a, a northerner from up up north. Um, so 
That's so proper that, acting. That definitely helps. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely helps. But I think the, the the thing that I I really like about it is, I mean, the the, the directors are, are are so good at what they do, yeah. and like working with Kay is brilliant because she's such a good director, and and that. I, I, like there's been times where I've I've read the script and I have in mind how I sort of see it happening, but then with her guidance as well, um, it brings out the sort of best in you. I think because yeah. I, I love playing pretend. Like I grew up as a kid, I've loved you know I used to always put on my own um, plays and stuff for for our parents, and I was yeah. always putting on characters. And I used to buy blank cassette tapes and record my own like shows and put on voices and things. So like wait, so you were like a, the original podcaster uh, yeah back in the old tape days we used yeah. to have a it was a, it was a wrestling podcast i used to pretend to be um like the whole story was me and my best mate uh jordan we recorded ourselves pretending that we became friends with the undertaker and kane randomly what? Really? and we used to sit in my bunk bed and record a sh- and it was like a show like a fictional show about us becoming friends with the, the undertaker and kane and then we got to meet The Rock and Stone Cold. Do you and, still have these recording shows? Do you know what? I can't find those tapes anywhere, which is so annoying. There's that, those cassette tapes, and a cassette and an actual videotape of me and my cousin doing jackass stunts. And there's a video somewhere of me and my cousin um, creeping into my sister's room at night and putting toothpaste. You know that whole thing about putting toothpaste on someone's finger and then yeah, yeah. tickling their nose? And, but she you put would it get in her a nosebleed. Eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd get a nosebleed. But she got toothpaste all in her eye and she started crying and we were like, oh. And there's a, there's a clip somewhere of me and my cousin in my room just being like, do you think she'd be blind? Like We were like so worried. <laughs> but I can't but, find it anyway. It's in, an, it's in a loft somewhere. But do you think, but Joe, what's the, where do you think that creativity comes from? What, what, like, what release was that? Because... I, weirdly, I loved recording, so I just turned all of my old, I had a video camera from the age of like 16 that I've got all the videotapes for, and I just changed, changed it into like a CD or an USB yeah. and got it. But my one was because I just like capturing things. I like capturing mm-hmm. moments, and I always, as yeah. a kid, is always kind of like capturing moments. Where does yours come from? Where do you get that sort of I th- creativity from? I think it's a de- massively from my parents, because my, my dad's very creative. My dad's creative... Uh, like in terms of like characters and making like weird like weird humor and the characters that he used to make up definitely has been passed down to me and also my mum is uh, is super creative in the sense that she she makes her own silver jewelry she's uh, an amazing watercolor uh, oh, artist really creative. so like she's very like, and we've always they've always really sort of encouraged us to to be creative and I think also growing up as a kid not having um, technology to start with and so being bored a lot growing up in the countryside I grew up in um, in Wiltshire yeah. in a tiny little village oh where in Wiltshire uh, do you know Laycock oh yeah I know Laycock yes yeah, so I grew up in Laycock I used to live in in Honey Street I had a little uh, cottage down there where's that in Honey Street near 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 Marlborough. I love, oh, yeah. love, I I love Marlborough. how he tried to repeat it. You, you, you went, where's that? And he went, Honey Street. Well, Honey know, Street, yeah. You, know, you don't know? No, no, I mean, I'm not surprised you don't know because it's like got like 12 houses in yeah. it. It's like tiny. Were any of them thatched? Yeah, all there's, of them. Yes, that, I, pro- I probably have been there then at one point. Yeah, yeah. I've probably given you a quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Francis, Francis, you may or may not know that, that uh, and a lot of the listeners may know, Joe, you, you were a thatcher. Yeah, I was. A, that's that's where the term "fat Joe" comes from. It's not from uh, from old Maggie. It's from uh, my old career, my old but, career but, choices. But but you, firstly, there's two things here. Like, firstly, you would have been pretty young when you started that. Yeah, sixteen. Well, I did. I did it for work experience. So my uncle, my uncle um, is a roof thatcher, and 
it got to that point where you have to we have to pick something to do for work experience when you're 16, year 10. And I was like, I just want to do roof thatching because I thought that was quite cool. It's outdoors. It's quite um, hands on, um, but also still quite creative because no one else was doing it. It, it's like a. It, firstly, it's freaking. It's like we. It's like windling. Like it's like. Yeah. It's like. It's like knitting on a roof. Thatching. <laughs> I, I've always thought that it must be so satisfying once you finish the thatching job. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Uh, it's that feeling of like I've. You look back at what you've made and think I built that. I made that. I'm, I've kept someone dry, and and like secure for for twenty odd years. Um, but what was what wasn't great is that you know you spend all that time making this roof. And then you'll make, they'll ask for, the customer will ask for like a, a pheasant or a, a rabbit made gone top. And so you get all these people walking past being like, oh, doesn't that roof look lovely? Like the whole six weeks you're working there. And you're like, thank you. Yeah. And then as soon as you put that little owl on top or pheasant or whatever, the only compliment you ever get is, oh, look at the pheasant. Look at the owl. And the owl takes like two minutes to make. <laughs> wait, and wait, so, so it's I, like. <laughs> it takes everything. So how long does it take to make a thatched roof? Depending on how big the house is, but depends they, on how big the house is. Yeah, yeah. Um, usually, I think it's usually around about six weeks, at least sort of six weeks. But like getting the scaffolding up. Um, but what's really interesting is there's two layers to a thatched roof. So you take you take off the, the you've you've got a base layer, which is basically what's put on back in the old days. This is old as the cottage. The base layer is when they built the cottage, they would have got like a local farm boy to just put a, put a quick thatch on it because that's what they used to do. That's how thatching started was because farmers would build barns and stuff and they had to quickly put a roof on it to keep the cattle or whatever it was dry. Uh, So they get the farm lad to just quickly put on a quick um, roof made out of straw, made out of wheat. Amateur thatching. Yeah, so it's amateur thatching. So so if you you look in some of these old cottages, which are like 400, 200, 400 years old, you go into the roof of the loft space and the base layer, because it's never taken off, you always put a new layer on top or take that layer off and put another layer on. That, that base layer is still as yellow as it was in the field the day it was cut what? and it's still wow. preserved exactly how it was back in hundreds of years ago. years old? Yeah, yeah. And it's all held in place with um, uh, bramble, like bramble twine. What? Wow. So you to hold it all in place with brambles. Just cut the brambles down and hold it all in place with that. But now so, it's... Joe, that's insane. So do they have, do they have yeah. thatching, like, uh, championships? Uh, they probably they, they probably do. They have, like... Um, City and guilds kind of uh, fairs and stuff like that. I can imagine there is uh, events where people go on and show their tr- like a trade event kind of thing. Yeah, um, but it's like a thatching. Like you have two roofs, and then whoever thatches it, thatches first. it first. Th- there should be. You know what I mean? There's a there's a format in that, isn't there? Extreme thatching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Joe. But th- this is like a talent that you have forever, and like yeah. it's 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 a pretty. Do you think it's firstly it's a talent that you I suppose you have, but secondly, do you think it's a dying art or no? It's definitely it's definitely a dying trade, and I think that's one of the reasons what attracted me to it back when I was sixteen was that it's like if I learn this, there's not many other people that that know how to do it. There's no actual qualification, as far as I'm aware. There's no qualification in thatching. You don't get like a, I was going to say GHD, but that's a straightener, isn't it? You don't get a PhD. <laughs> that's it in thatching. You don't get a GHD. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm a thatcher. I'm not a. Uh, yeah. I'm not a, uh, anything else. But yeah, it's, um, so you basically when the person in ch- your boss thinks you're ready, you can then go off and and start start yourself and um and so i just thought it's great to have that in the back of back of my mind knowing that i'm if i need to i can fall back on a an actual skill that not many people know because all the all the house thatched roofs most of them are, are listed so they can't ever be changed to tiles so there's always gonna be work there and there's not enough uh. people potentially not enough people out there that are doing the job so it's but, but very smart 16 year old yeah very yeah, well smart yeah 16 fell into the right fell into at the right time i <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But do you know what? Jamie, day- what's your fallback career? <laughs> yeah, I am nothing. I have literally I'll take you nothing. on. I'll take you on. <laughs> well, you'll be my, you'll be my master Thatcher. Are you, that I are you can- good with heights? Are you good with heights? I don't mind heights. I don't you mind give rats. You give me rats. No, I hate rats. You get a lot of rats. You get rats. You get mice. You get uh, oh squirrels. You get all sorts. It's like what's what's hilarious is that we were working for a lot of Londoners that had moved from London to this idyllic. You know, they they sort of go move to London, make their money in London, then and move to their idyllic country home in the countryside. Honey Street on Honey Street. Yeah, Honey <laughs> yeah. Street. And what they don't realise is living in living in a thatched roof. It although it looks beautiful and you know you can say oh look at my thatched roof. Um, you're living under a, a compost heap, a living compost heap, because there's you get you'll find all sorts in there over the years. Worms, because oh, you know birds snakes. drop seed on there. You get all sorts. Rats. There's so, been times so, where I've, so I've as found a, rats in there. As a convenient, it's not. It's, so it's trying to really ruin your trade. Is it? It's not that convenient to have a thatched roof. Well, it, it, it is. It is because. The pros, I guess, outweigh the cons in a sense that you know it's a natural uh, conductor and insulator. Uh-huh. So, in, so it keeps you cold, it keeps your house cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Um, obviously, great for the environment. Yeah, and, and you know it's um, it is, and it's 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 part of like Culture. I guess cult, yeah, exactly. It's keeping heritage. It's like that whole heritage thing, and it's it's um, it's great. Fire retardant. Yeah, still still working on that to make it completely fire fire retardant. because <laughs> yeah, because that, that's the, that's scary because that that will go up in flames if it gets oh, caught. Yeah, <laughs> bonfire night. You've got to, you've got to keep your eye out on bonfire night. And it's like if anyone if anyone in the village is setting off those Chinese lanterns, you'll get you'll get an angry uh, an angry local resident knocking on your door, being like, "Don't do that." <laughs> But Joe, that's insane. So you, you went from you've always been this curious, but you went from drawing cartoons and drawing those kind of things to, to to thatching roofs to starting YouTube to then going on Strictly, then appearing in your own West End show. Yeah, yeah. Which which was insane. You've done that. You've been in your own movie, biggest selling yeah. DVD on Amazon ever. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. Was that was that what it was? It was the. Fa- so I think the, it was the fastest fastest was, selling DVD uh, on Amazon. I've got a little. Uh, I've got a little thing up there. A little framed. Thing saying, um, 
like just kind of like well done thanks for thanks for doing it <laughs> like <a little> <laughs> Wait, what, what, thanks for making us loads of money laycock <laughs> yeah. wasn't that wasn't that um i think i've been to laycock didn't they do harry potter there they did and they also did because because the thing with laycock is there's no um telegraph wires anywhere so it's always used for period dramas especially so they filmed uh, yeah. they filmed emma pride and prejudice um yeah it's a beautiful uh, yeah, village very well, picturesque. Is it a village it's a town Li- a tiny little village and there's so i went to laycock school growing up as a kid and there's 50 i think when i was there there's like 58 kids in the whole school um from yeah. reception up to year six um but when when harry potter came to our village they what was great at being at school was we'd always get first dibs on being extras so mm. we got to so Warner Brothers came into town or village and said we want um, extras and so I applied and everyone basically got to be an extra except for myself because I looked oh. too, I looked too young and there was people that were in my year year four at the time I think it was that were younger than me that still got got a role because they looked older looked, than I did you looked too young but I was I was that kid in school that had like the the uniform was always too big for me you know what I mean I was tiny. <laughs> I, I went to I went to a I went to a pub there I think in Laycock was it like called like the Catherine Wheel or, or something? Uh, you got the George you got the Red Lion you've got the, the, carpet, George, the Carpenter's but, Arms yeah maybe it was the Carpenter's Arms and and I bought this chocolate it was a chocolate sausage from this right. chocolate chocolate place and it was I, I have to say it was the most delicious chocolate I've ever eaten oh good it was like a chocolate sausage song oh yeah. <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Do you, are you familiar I've ne- with that? I've never tried the Laycock, Laycock, the Laycock sausage, but... <laughs> the Laycock chocolate sausage. sausage. I've never tried the Laycock chocolate sausage, but next time I'm down there, I will yeah, definitely yeah, check it out. You should. I think you could probably buy it online. But they, they, do you know what, though? They actually... I got to be in a... They filmed a period drama there um, when I was in sixth form called Cranford. Um, with Dame Judi Dench and, and Philip Glenister and uh, Jodie Whittaker, they were all in it, and um, I got to be in, an extra in that. So, and I, I remember back then, even back then, finding it fascinating how they they made these kind of shows. And I was, like, I would love to get involved in in stuff like this in the future. Do you think you're going to make a movie one day? Uh, he already has. He already has. No we said he's already been in a movie. <laughs> no, make make a oh movie. make uh, a movie. I don't know. I, that's that's the weird thing about my life and job i guess is that it's i I always i never say never to anything because the way things go i never thought i'd be doing what i'm doing now do i mean back Uh even like five years ago let alone back when i was a kid so i'm always like i like to keep quiet about everything and and to see what happens and if it does happen then i can sing and dance about it because i've got you know like i don't want to be one of those people that's like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and then shout about it and then it never actually happened or if it does happen isn't quite as good as what i'd hoped so right. it's like i like to behind the yeah, scenes it's true. Kind of... Look, so so you heard it here here first folks joe sugg <laughs> is making a movie making a movie <laughs> joe, joe before <laughs> next we take, year right before, <laughs> yeah. every monday yeah. joe before we let you go because we're taking too much of your time i just want to out of all your achievements you've done and there's a lot of them what would you say personally is your you're most proud of I think I I, th- I mean I being think on our just, podcast I thought so yeah obviously, <laughs> other than other than other than being on this podcast of course um, I think obviously the whole starting the YouTube thing I will always be grateful for that because that without that that's I wouldn't have been able to do anything else that I've done and that was the the real sort of foot in the door kind of got me going so it's kind of like and that was only down to the fact that you know back then my sister was like you should give this a go because it's the sort of stuff that you enjoy doing anyway and now you can put it on the internet for strangers to to comment on. And I thought that sounds great. Should make sure it's okay and just give it the old check. And then I was like, and then after that, everything that's happened since then, I kind of, 
I'd be naive to think that I don't owe it all down to that and that the fan base that I've built up through YouTube. So I mm. think like creating a creating a like a loyal such a loyal fan base online would probably be my my greatest achievement. I think. I think yeah. it always will be. I think no matter what yeah, happens it's... afterwards, it's going to always be down to the fact that I made that one move. All those How much ago. editing did you do on the, on your videos when you put um, them out? Funnily enough, I'm, do you know what? I've made I've actually made a video um, for for, for going. Uh, it's going to go up this week at some point, but that took me took me ages. It took me like, it takes it used to take me all Sunday to basically edit from from wow. nine a.m. till six p.m. That was if I was like relentlessly just going for it. So it, it does take a lot of time, and there's so much. There's so much that goes into it, I guess, in terms of you are your own. You, you come up with the ideas yourself a lot of the time. You know, you film it yourself, you edit it yourself, you distribute it yourself, you promote it yourself. There's quite a lot that sort of goes into it, I guess. Especially nowadays, that like now that so many people are doing it, you now have to have something about you to yeah. to really to yeah. get to the. I feel like to get to the kind of levels that we were lucky enough to get to back back in the day you have to really have something about you and it be that your personality or how creative you are or like a niche. Otherwise it's other, otherwise it's, it's such a more saturated market now. So it's so much, it's so hard to be seen. Yeah. But Joe, but I, I, you know, and sorry, we just want one more thing. It's that I, I have a slight issue with YouTube now because YouTube has, and there's a lot of positive things on YouTube, but mm. there's also a lot of negative things and also a lot of people who are setting bad examples. It's about, you know, like throwing plates and driving cars and wrecking stuff. And it's not Jackass, because Jackass was about hurting themselves. They just like causing chaos to everyone yeah. and anyone. And th- that's what seemed to be popular. Yeah, and like Jackass back in the day, it wasn't, it was never really harming other people as well. Yeah. I think that's where, I think if, you, I, I've always been a, I've always been a fan of, being able to take the mick out of myself totally. i think that's what's been really good for for me over the years is that I, there's never been any any stick that i can take that i can't handle in a sense because i'm so used to like i'm quite a self-deprecating person anyway and it's part of like my humor i guess so it's like but when it and so even when i did like all the prank stuff it was always usually on myself or on a roommate or, or like do you know like my close friends it was never never laughing at the expense of other people if that makes sense yeah. and it, i think i i that's i guess that's the thing with like an online platform though is that unfortunately we live in a live in a world where no matter how much we don't want it to happen like things like drama and uh, on online spats and arguments is always going to still get interest and, yeah, I, and yeah. also it's it's really dictated by the crowd now like it's it's almost like you can't control like whatever whatever actually the crowd wants that's yeah. what's going to perform and that's going to it's going to cause more of that which is actually quite dangerous if you think about it because it, it, if if suddenly the crowd wants chaos and 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 disorder and mm. whatever then you back back to the roman times with the Colosseums. how can you police how can you police that yeah <laughs> honestly yeah but i think i think for me personally it's like a, there, there has been t- times where you think you know you could follow the the trends of whatever it is but i, I like to think that i just you just got to stick true to yourself and and do what you want to do. And, you know, as long as that's, that's, and, and if, if like, the, I mean, the videos that I always do are, are really like a positive, like, and just meant to be entertaining and making people laugh. And, and I think, you know, if that's not as popular, it doesn't matter to me because I'm still doing what, I guess, what I enjoy what doing. What I've always do. done. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah. you're saying true to yourself. I wouldn't no. want to look back in like years time thinking like, oh, why did I try and make videos like that? just to try and fit what was cool at the time. It's kind of like, you know, and it's like fashion trends. Hopefully one day it'll all come back around in 
know? <laughs> yeah. Stuff, do you stuff ever in delete? Your mouth be cool again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you ever hide? Do you ever go back and hide some of your videos that you feel like? No, nah, never. Because I think that's kind of like part of what I've what I've done. Really, it's like that. I, I definitely cringe at some of them. A lot of them, I sort of think, oh wow, that, I, I used to do that back then. But it's like that is just part of what. Hey, Jay, you know I mean? likewise, buddy. Likewise. Yeah, exactly. Are yours still up, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, all of mine. No, no, not even on YouTube, just in life. I can look back at a lot of things but, I've done and made in Chelsea and go, why the frick But do you know I what, though? For, for someone like me to go back and watch your stuff, Jamie, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't cringe out of your stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because I think it's only for the for, for yourself that you totally, feel yeah, like yeah. that way. You're very you, kind, Joe. Because you overanalyze <laughs> yourself a lot. <laughs> hey, listen, speaking of history, Francis, we need to have the answer to the question of the week. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what the question was, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, what was the oldest complaint and when was it? Okay, so the oldest known customer complaint was written 4,000 years ago uh, okay. on a clay tablet in Mesopotamia. And, <sighs> and, and what was it about? Uh, so the year was 1750 BC. Uh, someone wrote to their copper merchant to complain about the quality of the copper. It wasn't, oh. a prost- it wasn't a prostitute, Joe. Damn it. That's a good guess, though. Good no, guess. it was a good guess. It was I mean, a really a good guess, and you got 2,000 years Prostitution is ago. an old, uh, old trade. I no. reckon there probably was a complaint about that earlier, but they just didn't think about <laughs> writing it down on a clay plate. Because <laughs> they were too embarrassed. They didn't yeah. want to well, they exactly. didn't want a paper trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe, listen, buddy. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, pleasure. Thank Honestly, you for having buddy, me. And no, thank loved you. it. Sorry that we've hassled you. Listen, so your drama's coming out when? Uh, do you know what it'll be I think uh, I reckon early next year and when it's out possibly we'd love to get you back on if you're, you're probably yeah, inundated I mean, with everything we'd love that I've loved it yeah get me back on whenever whenever you need me just give, just give me a drop me a text so I, I've, I've really enjoyed it oh mate Joe you're so sweet and also we can follow you on Instagram and your YouTube channel Thatcher Joe and Joe yes. Sugg right and also you've yeah. got a Twitch account don't you I've been, yeah I've been playing the games I've been playing the game. if you want to watch me play games which is a thing in, in, in 2020 where, where, where do we go where do we go to uh, it's just twitch.tv forward slash Joe Sugg I can't wait you should, to you should do it too Call of Duty. I go to I go yeah, to I've, I play a bit of Call of Duty every now and then Call of Duty 4 was my that was my jam back then that was the yeah. one I was good at God, yeah, mate I've good. just got this Warzone thing and yeah. I've played it 10 times I haven't fired my gun I can't yeah, that's, I get that's shot that every time yeah. I land the thing is cause Warzone cause, is hard actually because yeah. you've been in lockdown as well everyone's just got so good at that, those games they just get they just get yeah. so good that it doesn't give people like us a chance. I just play the multiplayer one, you know. I've, I've started replaying. Do you ever play Escape from Monkey Island? No, Escape what's that? No. It's like a point and click, like old school kind of like a puzzle kind of game. Story-based <laughs> game. Uh, like the, old, the oldies are the goodies, I reckon. I like Crash playing the old, the old games. They, they need to Crash bring Bandicoot. back Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> remastered Goldeneye remastered uh, uh, all those hey, games hey listen to we could talk for hours Joe um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on listen buddy what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational just um, just in, just enjoy the ride of life you know it's going to take you in different directions some good some not so good but you just got to enjoy it it's all, everything is a chapter in the book yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's a chapter in the autobiography. <laughs> Joe Sung, you actually a hero. Thanks, buddy. Listen, everybody. Cheers, we'll mate. see you next week. Bye bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. 
tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.